Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1800 060 896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Calm before the storm, Chris Barsby is with us. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Jared Daffy is with us as well. Hello, Steve. Hello again, Chris. Uh, we've lost the meeting today at uh, Albion Park, guys. So uh, we've got a, uh, a day off. But uh, as Steve outlined, it's now the calm before the storm. So the focus will and truly is on tomorrow night. Ten races. We start at 5.02. Big quaddy jackpot tomorrow night, Jared, as well. Uh, I think the jackpot amounts about 110000 They're projecting that pool to reach half a million dollars tomorrow night. Races 5, 6, 7 and 8. Okay. Uh, normally, and we have mentioned this many, many times before down through the years in regards to jackpots, normally you multiply it by five or six, uh, and that mm-hmm. comes up with the pool. So they're suggesting, I think, uh, projected pool of $500,000, given the enormity of the meeting, it might even get beyond that. But rest assured, either way, it's going to be a massive, massive amount for that quadrilla jackpot tomorrow night. That's through the UTAP yeah. states, by the way. Yeah, and they're good races too. Race five's the Oaks, Group 1 Oaks. Race six, the Group 1 Derby. Race seven, you could say, is the consolation of the Blacks of Fake. And the big one itself is race eight. They look fairly open, these races. So uh, it should throw up some value. For sure. You've got to find us okay. some winners now. Chris, just before you look, you talked to Jared about the markets. I know Soho Astoria, has she firmed up 5.50 now? Yeah, well, Jared's about to tell us that, so we'll get to that Oaks in just a moment. Uh, I'm led to believe that they have arrived, those horses, like a wildfire and Soho Historia. Let's start with the big grand circuit race, Jared, race eight. This is the Blacks of Fake. Uh, we've had betting on this for uh, quite some time now. Triple Eight, six fifty. Alta Orlando, 19. Spirit of St. Louis, $3. Majestic Cruiser, 15. Mac Da Vinci, the Emergency, 81. Turn It Up, 16. Like a wildfire, full forty. Better eclipse, five fifty. Colt thirty-one fifty-one. Zeus Bromax sixteen. Max Shard fifty-one. Rock and Marty twenty-three. And Blacks a dance eighty-one dollars. We spoke on Tuesday. Spirit of St Louis, the favourite. He's still the favourite at three dollars. Where's the money I, been in the last couple of days? I might work through these, um, given given the race that it is. But just to give the listeners an indication as to what's happened since the barrier draw. Triple eight, four eighty to six fifty. Elta Orlando, seventeen to nineteen. Spirit of St. Louis, this is interesting. Two sixty out to three dollars, naturally favourite. Majestic Cruiser, nine to fifteen. Mac Da Vinci, sixty one to eighty one. Turn it up fourteen to sixteen. Like a wildfire seven. Uh, got as short as four twenty yesterday, just eases out to four forty, but the good news is he is here. Better Eclipse, 480 to 550. Colt, 31, 31 to 51. Bit of interest in Zeus Bromac, number 10, 21 into 16. Max Shard, the same, although it's a huge price, 71 into 51. Rock and Marty, 21 to 23. And Black Sedance, 126 into 81. So, in summing up, if we were looking for the one that most have latched onto, it is the seven like a wildfire. Chris with that favourite, Spirit of St. Louis, 260 out to $3. Okay. Obviously, the speed map is paramount here. Who's going to lead? Many expecting it will be turn it up to get to the fence first and then probably hand over. Mm. A, a fact about this race that I find really intriguing, Jared, is the fact that Greg Sugars picks off Better Eclipse, who won last week's Group 1 Sunshine Sprint, to drive the stable mate Triple A, and now Chris yeah. Alford is going to sit behind Better Eclipse. I find that fascinating. Well, I guess 
neither well in particular Chris Alford aboard you don't clearly lose anything there but it, yeah you're right Greg Sugars has had the pick of the the drives and perhaps it's the barrier draw that Swadey might don't really know but um, it wouldn't have surprised if he had have stuck but yeah it's an interesting uh, driving change and hasn't the market hasn't really reacted to that which is again a little bit surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll put that question to uh, Darren Clayton a little bit later when he joins us and see what he makes of it because Mm. you've got to read something into it. I I just find it really intriguing. So that's the blanks of fake. So like a wildfire, as you said, probably the best backed overall. For sure. Okay. Race number four tomorrow night. This is another Group 1 race. This is the Queensland Trotters Cup. And I think this will be a good betting race tomorrow night. Doff your cap $4, Tough Monarch $4.20. Credit Master at 280, Empire Bay 81, Global Flight 13, Red Castleton, $21, What's Up Majestic 18, Wee Man Trouble $14, Majestic Harry 14, Just a Bit Noisy 41, Van Sank 14, Lot of Muscle 21, Indefensible The Emergency at $101. Credit Master won the Group 2 Sprint last week. Can he take the Group 1 Trotters Cup tomorrow night? Well, you mentioned this should be a good betting race. Well, you can tell on a massive night like tomorrow night, the markets go up on Wednesday and nothing moves, or very little movement, that the market's right. And uh, and by now, something would have shortened or lengthened significantly. That hasn't been the case. Off your cap, 380 out to four. Tough Monarch still at 420. Credit Master still at $2.80. It's really, really solid in the market. The only one that's had any speaking at all, uh, Chris, is Majestic Harry. Uh, number nine, 16 into 14. Aside from that, nothing else has moved. So very, very solid market there. Okay. Race number five is the Group 1 tab Queensland Oaks. The Iron Lady at $26, Amore Vita at $1.65. It's back page news, 151. Racy Roxy, 31. Steno, 420. Uh, Bonnie's Dance, the Emergency, 151. Soho City 81. Uh, always be me, come say hi. One hundred and fifty-one dollars. Cover girl, eighteen. Soho Astoria, five fifty. Sugar for my honey at one hundred and fifty-one. Not to be denied, thirteen dollars. The favourite, clearly a Moray Vita, one sixty-five. But this is the horse that Steve was referencing. Soho Astoria. It's in the market on the third line of betting at five fifty. It certainly is now a Moray Vita. Touched 175 on Wednesday night. Got into 160 yesterday. Just marginally back out to 165, but it's a fairly solid favourite. Now, others in the market here. Steno uh, from Barrier 5, 350 out to 420. So it's on the way out. Cover Girl, a bit of interest. Sorry, no, there's not. 12 out to 18. The one that has uh, created some interest is Soho Astoria. It's another one that is now here. It was 9.50. It's nearly halved. It's into 5.50, and we've got not to be denied at 13. So favourite pretty solid. Steno, the second elect, not so much, but Soho Astoria has been the big mover, 9.50 into 5.50. Okay, that starts the quaddy tomorrow night. So the favourites, you know, just a little bit guarded punters there with the favourites at this point. So uh, Soho Astoria attracting good support. So we may need just to play a little wider there in that opening leg. Mm. Race number six is the Group 1 Derby. Uh, muscle about 23, can't find a better man, 250. Sweet Passion, 41, he's the emergency. Danger Zone, 6, my Alderman Johnny, 34. My Alderman Chevron, 101. My Alderman Ronnie at $13. Class to the max, 101. Sugar Apple, 101. Tim's a Trooper, 71. Leap to Fame, 250. Teddy Disco, 151. 
and Rip $9.50. This is an intriguing race for many different reasons, and the betting is very intriguing in its own right. It is. I might start from the bottom here. Rip, number 13, 550 to 9.50, friendless. Leap to fame, well, uh, our crew are chasing it out, 210 to 2.50, but again, listening to the expert panel that we had this morning, including yourself on the Brecky Show, all three tip Leap to fame to win. So it's still the favourite at $2.50. My ultimate, Ronnie, 9 out to 13. Danger zone, bit of interest here. Number four, 9.50 into $6.00. Uh, the other one that has been really well backed is Can't Find a Better Man. Now, it opened at $4, barrier 2. It is now into $2.50, so it's actually equal favourite. And it's been two fifty for some 12 or 14 hours now. It hasn't got any longer, so it's not getting back out. And I just don't know whether it will. Uh, hard to know what they'll do with that other one in the market. Um, but $2.50 each or two, but right now, can't find a better man. Clearly the best back of that mm. duo. I'm just wondering, Chris, just thinking about I heard you this morning as well, and uh, good judges, Brittany, yourself, uh, Darren Clayton as well. Would it be, and we, we mentioned this last week, Chris, that all of the, the races were peg-dominated. You didn't say bias. You just talked about the tempo and so on. Could that be the reason here? And uh, One of the reasons um, that can't better man land up on the pegs? Leap to fame might have yeah, done some work. The most important driver in this race tomorrow night, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Luke McCarthy with Can't Find a Better Man. He'll easily get across muscle, but he's then got to make the decision. Does he hand over to Danger Zone like he did last week where he was able to find the back of Danger Zone, or does he hold the lead and wait for Leap to Fame and then hand over to him? Various options that he's looking at right now. If he hands over to Danger Zone, I think he'd be confident thinking that Danger Zone will get him to the corner like he did last week, and by doing that... He knows where Danger Zone is, and he knows that he won't hand over the leap to fame. So does that give him the best opportunity? We don't know how good this horse is, Steve. He's had three local runs. He's won all three. Every time they've put the bar up a little higher, he's been able to jump it. So, you know, we, we just don't know what we're dealing with with Can't Find a Better Man. He might just come out and win again. But I think Luke McCarthy's got some really important decisions to make here. Interesting. Mm, it's going to be a good race. And that's over 2,600 metres too. So most of these horses are going to that trip for the first time. So I think it's going to find a few out. But I think Leap to Fame is certainly going to be the strongest. Um, yes, it's, you know, an unkind draw off the second row. But uh, he gives the impression he'll stay all day. So that's going to be a good race. That's the derby. Race number seven for the quaddy plays as well. We'll just mention this race, uh, Jared. Uh, the favourite, well, we've got equal favourites here. Make Mine Memphis, Mac Da Vinci, 360 each of two. AG's White Sox not far away at 420. I cast no shadow, four dollars. So they're the big four players, numbers two, three, four, and nine. Well, the ones come out here, so I guess that changes things. So mm. we've currently got equal favourites now Make Mine Memphis and Mac Da Vinci at $3.60. But of that quartet that you mentioned, it is the nine, I cast no shadow, that's probably proven most popular. Uh, we did give 460 it's into $4. So not a major move, but it has been the one, uh, as I said, of that quartet that's attracted most interest at the moment. But clearly, uh, with them very, very closely priced together, we don't even know who will start favourite. Not that that means a terrible lot, but it's just interesting. The early interest is clearly with it. Mm. Uh, a couple of other features tomorrow night. Race two, the Group 3, JC McMullen. Uh, we've got my Alderman Cobber at seven. The Saffrons are scratching. So am I. 126. Bottle Rock gets a start. 51. Woodley Diego. 31. Lady Ivana. 101. Rockin' with Elvis. Six. Classy Washington are, scratched, uh, are scratching. 
Triple to four, five dollars. Better isolate one ninety five and Saginaw five dollars. So better isolate the favourite here at one ninety five. Now, Classy Washington was just ruled out uh, a little while ago as a scratching, so the deductions there are 13 by 12. Prior to that, Better Isolate had been 320 into $2, so with the scratching, there's been a few price changes there. It's into $1.95, but a really, really good early lead there for Better Isolate, 320 into $2, now $1.95. Okay, and race three tomorrow night. This is the listed Queen of Hearts pace for the uh, Mares. We've got Gendon Strike 34. Majita 2.30, Gerardo's Delight 12, Pelosi and Fond Memories, both at $126. The Honey Queen 3.10, Fairy Tinkerbell 3.40, Ruby's Fatash 151. Moments like these, $15. And Gunanita Margarita at 151. So the favourite, again, Majita at 2.30. Pretty sick watch last week, wasn't it? The dollar ten pop, over, over it went. Some very, very interesting betting moves here. Now, they have launched into Majita. 280, 240 last night, into 230 this morning. There is a bit of interest in Gerardo's Delight. Uh, it was a pretty handy run last week, 18 to, 18 into 12. But the other two, the Honey Queen opened favourite at 240. It's out to 310. And Fairy Tinkerbell opened $2.80, equal, favorite, uh, equal second favourite with Majita. It's out to $3.40. So in summing up, all and sundry want to be with Majita to bounce back this week. A bit of interest in Gerardus Delight, uh, Barrier 3. And the other two in the market are, are on the way out at the moment, that being the Honey Queen and Fairy Tinkerbell. Okay. Builders are multi for Albion Park tomorrow night. Jared, where do you steer uh, us into? We start early. Race 2, number 10, Better Isolate, currently at 195 Race 3, number 2, Majita, currently at $2.30. And... Can't find a better man in the derby. Race six, number two, two dollars fifty. Okay, all right. So that's two by ten better ISL eight, three by two Majita, and a race six, number two. Can't find a better man. As I said, betting's been open for a fair while on the Blacks of Fate. What, what's at this stage looking like being the worst result? Is it Spirit of St Louis? Yes. Well, he'd been the the pin up horse all the way through since the markets first went up. And I know things have slowed down there, down there a little bit over the last couple of weeks. But, um, you know, we had a few fall by the wayside. And the other thing, too, um, like a wildfire, was nearly a clean slate in the book because there was no mention of it until last Friday when it was actually you who alerted the punters that should it win at Ballarat last Saturday night, uh, in all likelihood, if they could get a flight, it would be coming north. That's exactly what has happened. But... Yeah, it, it's it's been pretty well supported now anyway. So right now it's uh, it's Spirit of St Louis, and I'm guessing by the time they uh, let them go tomorrow night, it uh, it it'll be eating like a wildfire. Okay, hey Jared, really appreciate the time today. Uh, good luck tomorrow night. It's going to be a massive night, no doubt about it. Hopefully the weather is uh, gone by that stage. It's been a bit rough over the last 24 hours. Hopefully it clears later today, and it's going to be a fine night tomorrow night. Just a reminder again to the listeners, we've got that quaddy jackpot through the UBET states tomorrow night, so please participate in that. Uh, there are a few options, uh, offers, etc. open on the hub on the website, so you can go and find those related to horses and drivers, etc. tomorrow night. And don't forget, uh, not only will we have a terrific coverage on Sky Channel with yourself, Brittany Graham, uh, etc. tomorrow night, but also Sky Racing Active. I think that gets underway at around about 4.30, so no excuse. Wherever you are tomorrow night, you'll be able to catch all of the action from Albion Park. Yep, exactly. Jared, we'll talk next week. Thank you, lads.
There's Jared Daffy from Tab joining us, so you can check out all of those prices. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, big quaddy jackpot tomorrow night for the UTAB players, a half a million dollars that pool is projected to exceed. So it should be a, a great one to be uh, playing in the uh, the quaddy tomorrow night, races five, six, seven and eight. Kate Butters now joining us from Albion Park. It's been a busy, busy time for Kate over the past couple of weeks. She joins us now. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Have you enjoyed the carnival? I have thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been very full on, but um, no, thoroughly enjoyed it and um, looking forward to tomorrow night. It's been a hectic week this week. The golf day on Monday, that looked like it was really successful again. And the Calcutta last night, also really popular. Yeah, most definitely. The golf day was a um, great day out. Everyone had a bit of fun. It was nice to have some of the participants there for a social occasion. Um, and then obviously, yeah, onto the Calcutta. So it was, yeah, it was an awesome night last night too. All right. Now, find us a winner for tomorrow night's big program. Where is your best bet? My best bet comes up in race three, number seven, Fairy Tinkerbell. So Jack Callaghan is going to take this drive on, and I think she was clearly the run of the race in the Group 1 Golden Girl last week. So she is my best bet. Okay. 3.40 currently with Tab. I've got to ask, what are you tipping in the big one, the Blacks of Fake? Yeah, well, we've got our on-course trainer here, Jason Grimson, and um, he's very happy with Majestic Cruiser, so I might go each way there. Okay, Majestic Cruiser, $16 the win, three ninety the place. Are you doing a little bit of a rain dance, hoping this rain goes away today? We've lost today's meeting, but are you hoping it's going to be nice and fine tomorrow night? Yeah, most definitely. Obviously, it's disappointing to lose a meeting, but um, it's our biggest night um, of the year tomorrow night, so we want to be... Uh, very, very good to go. So it's just really precautionary. And, um, yeah, I think that the weather is looking more promising, but don't want to speak too soon. So fingers okay. crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Kate, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night. Beautiful. Thanks, Chris. There's Kate Budd joining us from Albion Park, communications and membership manager there. Ryan Spice is about to join us to give us his thoughts on this big meeting coming through tomorrow night. He joins us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. The blacks are fake. I've got to ask, which way are you going? Chris, I'm sticking with Spirit of St. Uh, Louis. I map him to find the top after four to 500 metres, and I think he can produce his best and be the horse to beat. Yeah, he, he needs to win this Grand Circuit race to really so, to solidify those claims of being the best pacer in the country, doesn't he? I think he does, Chris. Second in a Hunter Cup, second in a Miracle Mile. He, earlier in the year, won the Bendigo and Shepparton Cups. He, really, he does need a, a big race victory to stamp himself. Okay. I asked the question before. I'll be interested in your thoughts as well. Greg Sugars picks off Better Eclipse to partner Triple Eight. What, what do we read into that? Um, I read into it that Chris Alford's just too good a driver to be sitting in the grandstand. Okay. But he wouldn't drive Triple Eight? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a little shocked in the sense that they've done a bit of a swap. But, yeah, I would have thought that maybe he could have uh, slid on to Triple Eight. But I think Better Eclipse is a horse that can certainly do some mid-race work. So putting an aggressive driver like Chris Alford on, that might be a, a clear indication there that they might get off and get into the race at some point. OK. Here's a stat for you. Since the Blacks of Fake started back in 2012, that's when we morphed the Winter Cup and the Queensland Pacing Championship into the Blacks of Fake. Uh, four favourites have proven successful. Three of those have been odds-on. The one that wasn't 
was Philadelphia man trained by Emma Stewart. Emma trains like a wildfire here tomorrow night. Biggest roughie since 2012 last year when Amazing Dream SP'd at $61. Does that give you confidence or doesn't really matter tomorrow night? Oh, I don't think it really matters, Chris. Um, it's just another Grand Circuit event. And it's. I think there's a lot of depth in this race. There's, I think, uh, a host of winning chances if the big guns fail. Okay. Where do we find your best bet on the 10 event program tomorrow night? Chris, I'm going to be a little bit cheeky and head to race two, which is the JC McMullen, and I'm going to tip I part, a horse I part own in Better Isolate. The scratching of Classy Washington means that he slides across the two the back row. Over the mile trip, I think Matty Craven can launch him at the right stage and be in the money. Currently at $1.95 with Tab, I think he's a great bet. Okay, and Jerry just outlined there's been good support, so obviously you share that uh, enthusiasm for your own horse there. Better isolate, 195. So that's your best bet tomorrow night. Yes, mate. Do you play the quaddy tomorrow night with that projected pool to reach uh, half a million dollars? Chris, my jaw dropped when you announced it, and mate, it's going to be yes, I'll be playing heavily. I thought you might have been excited by that news, so uh, look forward to it. I really appreciate the time. We'll see you at trackside tomorrow night. Cheers, mate. Great calling. Mobile rolling on Radio Town. Back to Chris Barsby. Thanks, Steve. So uh, Darren Clayton joins us each and every Friday. He's online with us now. So as we just uh, heard there, uh, Darren, they're at the start, Gatton. So I'll get your thoughts on the Blacks of Fake before we go to Gatton. Who are you tipping in the big one tomorrow night? Um... From a yeah, good morning, Chris. From a um, purely selection on top perspective, I'm with Spirit of St. Louis. I think he just seems to to have the gate for the favours to work in his uh, advantage. From a betting perspective, I, I'm not keen on taking the three dollars, three dollars twenty that's available for him. I think uh, I think that's too short in in a race of this quality where so many things could change so easily. From my perspective, from a from a wagering perspective, I'm more than happy to take Max Shard at a place. Um, I've I've liked his runs. He's put two from four at Albion Park. Those two wins were from standing start, 2647, 2680 this week. His next two runs, he comes to the outside. He probably gets the run triple eight got and wins that race two starts back. And then last week, he was the only runner making ground down the outside, went fourth with one, two, three across the line in the sunshine sprint on the peg. So uh, with that price differential and his ability at the longer trip, that's that's the way I see the, the edge in the race rather than um, that shorter quote for Spirit recently. Okay, currently $10 the place, Max Shard, right. Now, a couple of obvious questions I've got to ask. Who do you map leading this race? And what do we make of the, uh, the driver switch? Greg Sugar's picking off Better Eclipse to partner Triple Eight. Yeah, that that change really uh, surprised me, and it really um, it sort of I don't know what to think of it. Um, obviously, I haven't spoken to, to anyone from the stable there to to get a read on why that is. Um, yeah, it, it's a real query that one because while Triple Eight can get out of the gate well, his best efforts aren't when he's like right up on the speed and um, you wouldn't expect him to want to try and lead this all the way. I don't think he has the speed early anyway. From a mapping perspective, I thought Aldo Orlando had enough pace to get across him in the early stages. Um, turn it up has superior speed again. So I found him getting in front 
And I thought with that in mind, Spirit of St. Louis probably just tucks in just behind uh, off that early speed from gate three as Aldo Orlando fires across. And I think within sort of four or 500 metres, 600 metres, by the winning post the first time with two laps to travel, I think Spirit of St. Louis will be in front. Okay, so Spirit of St. Louis, and like I just said to Ryan, uh, does he need to win this Grand Circuit feature to solidify those claims of being the best pacer in the country? I think he does. If you look at his record, um, he's won outside of King of Swing. Swing has had a couple of big wins earlier this season, but obviously he's been retired. Spirit of St. Louis has got the second most prize money for the year of any horse, but um, you know he, he went through that uh, summer period down in Melbourne, picking up some good races. I think um, we've sort of touted him as, as the heir apparent once King of Swing retired, but with this field and how it sets up, he needs to win that, win this race to, to fully take hold of that crown. I think if he gets beat with an easy run or, or an easy-ish run, yeah, I, I don't think we can we can crown him that. Okay, and like a wildfire, how do we gauge him? He's got uh, recent victories over Triple Eight and uh, also better Eclipse. He thrashed the reigning Inter Dominion champ last week, Bonsell Benjamin. Gate seven looks ugly on paper. How do we sort of gauge him tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm, he he's a real tough one to line up. Like you mentioned, he's got those wins over Triple Eight and better Eclipse, who are both in this field. Gate seven, he's got absolutely no favours there. And I don't think um, his best efforts are when he um, sort of outworking. I think he either needs to find a front or, or tuck in somewhere. I don't know how he can do that from out there without ending up. Um, you know, he looks to tuck in. Well, I think he's going to be out the back. He gets forward and, um, you know, I, so I think Spirit of St. Louis, they might just be happy to park him. Maybe they do hand over to him. I don't. I don't think that would be the play. Um, because then if he were to find the front, well, then he might just be able to pinch it. But I think they would park like a wildfire, which I think makes it a tough ask for him. Okay, so you're with three on top, but from a punting viewpoint, you're happy to back uh, number 11 each way, Max Shard. Yeah, I just, I've just I've found his runs since he's been up here have all been really good. And like I said, the, the, the longer trip seems to have worked. His two runs at Albion Park, where they were both wins, were over that long trip albeit from the tapes, but uh, I thought he was fine last week and I can't see why he can't up to that longer trip this week. It was the mile last week, why he can't run a drum. Okay, bottom line, you're with Cobbity Equine there, tipping uh, both of those horses. Uh, Give us your top four, just for those that are sort of looking to pencil in your numbers for this big one tomorrow night. Yeah, so so top four would be number three, Spirit of St. Louis, number 11, Max Shard, number 12, Rock and Marty, I think he gets a card into it at some stage. Well, he'll fire home. He's um, hit the board in all six starts at Albion Park. He loves it up here. And Majestic Cruiser, he is certainly one that uh, on the upward trajectory with some tough gates in his few lead-up runs here. But uh, this has been the target all the way along, and um, he finds a much better gate. So 3, 11, 12, and 4. Okay. All New South Wales trained horses and... uh, you are from uh, New South Wales, so your uh, colours are coming through there. Uh, the Victorians have taken all before them this carnival. You just feel they're in a sticky spot here, Triple Eight, uh, like a wildfire, and also a better eclipse. Yeah, I, I think it just doesn't um, doesn't work out for them this time around. Although Greg Sugars, he certainly um, holds the keys probably to this race. It was Shane Graham had them last week with Turn It Up. 
uh, Greg Sugar's here, what he does, and it's a it's a huge call to jump off Better Eclipse that has been absolutely flying. Um, what where he goes there because what he does with Triple Eight then has a big effect on Better Eclipse, his stablemate, who is drawn directly behind him. So. Yeah, it's it's a real interesting one and, and could throw up for a, a curly result in the early stages of where they actually position. Okay, so your number's repeating. 3, 11, 12 and 4. But we're just looking at these features tomorrow night. The Queensland Derby, Darren. Darren Clayton joining us, former analyst for Racing Queensland. Uh, leap to fame. The star local is already a winner of the New South Wales Derby. Can he add the Queensland Derby, his hometown Derby, to his CV? Yeah, definitely can, Chris, and I'm really, really keen on his chances in this race. I think um, his two runs back so far have been super, the Rising Sun, where he had to do plenty of work, uh, and then last week in the southeast derby, content to sit outside danger zone, really didn't uh, apply too much pressure in those middle stages, and that probably set it up for that, that quick closing quarter, which uh, he he got past danger zone, um, but it was can't find a better man up the passing lane who just had that easier trip was able to arrive. I think at some stage, um, I don't think we'll see him wait uh, for one closing shot. I think he'll be put into the contest relatively early. And um, the way I sort of saw it, I thought that um, Luke McCarthy might just wait till Leap to Fame comes around and then take a, a trail on him. Can't find a better man good gate speed, I think he might uh, might not want to take the sit on Danger Zone this time around. I think he might want to park him early, but uh, either way, whether he lets Danger Zone go, he probably still gets to the passing lane with Can't Find a Better Man, but I think this race shapes really well for Leap to Fame, um, and, and he's the one that I thought, uh, well, he's my best bet for the night, and the fact that he's not the favourite, I, I just find uh, really staggering. Okay, so currently 250 with tab fix right now. Leap to fame. That's Darren's best bet. Your thoughts on the Oaks, race five. First leg of the quaddy. We've got this huge big quaddy pool tomorrow night. Amore Vita, 165. Are you with the favourite? Yeah, I am. I think she can bounce back. I think uh, last week, a combination of things. She beat herself and then the the quarters there run by Steno in front. The last 1,200 there was off the charts. It was... Uh, the 1,200 to the 400, she's run that 800 metres in 55.1. And if you flip it around from the 800 to the post, it's 54.5. Uh, so um, Amore Vita there, she just had to work too hard, combined with the fact then that she was pulling hard as well. Um, she's just beat herself. I think she can bounce back here. Her Redcliffe Oaks win two starts back. She didn't really have to do too much there. And you look to her start prior to that. She rounded them up really easily in a nice three-year-old race. Um, I think this is her opportunity to really to really bounce back. Steno will be fitter. Um, she can certainly take a good shot. Soho Historia is the big X-factor horse. The fact that uh, probably wasn't even in calculations, and then all of a sudden Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin have told the owners you need to you need to book a flight for this filly. Um, we're taking her up for the Oaks. So. Um, 54-3 last half she ran at Cranbourne last time out. So, um, you know, she's got a motor, so her story won her last five. So she's the real X factor. Okay. So uh, you're tipping the favourites, but uh, healthy regard there for Soho Astoria.
Uh, you've mentioned Leap to Fame, your best. Uh, just on race seven, for those that are going to play this quaddy tomorrow night with such a big pool projected, uh, how do you line up race seven? Canina Provlim is an early scratching here. I don't think there's any horse going better in Queensland without winning than make my Memphis. I went back through his form. Oh, it was staggering. He hasn't won a race this season, make my Memphis, but geez, he's been sectionally superb over the last month or so. He nearly probably gets over the top of Rock and Marty if he gets out a little bit sooner. And that was what I guess effectively the sunshine sprint consolation last week. Absolutely flying this horse moves into gate one. Now, probably gets a nice trip now in behind the speed probably even makes it a better chance for him i cast no shadow um definitely include him um he's missed the run in the big one so um not sure his his uh performances over the longer trip may be a little bit questionable uh throw in ag's white Sox number four throw in number 13 malcolm's rhythm i really think these are the two legs uh for me um play these legs really wide trying to trying to capitalise on uh, perhaps a bit of a rough landing. Okay, the dashboard you provide it each and every week on the Racing Queensland website, is that available? Yeah, that's available and we've got uh, we've got those quaddy numbers up there um, like I said, if you play skinny with um, Amore Vita and Leap to Fame, anchor them and then um, play wide and the others just uh, hopefully jag one of those outsiders um, we've got a bit, I think Smirks Like a Boss um, if he can pace cleanly, I think in race 10, he looks a good thing. And we've got the driver to follow this week, Cam Hart. He gets some really nice drives this week. Uh, my ultimate cobber in the JC McMullen. Doff your cap, who I thought was a good thing in the uh, Trotters feature. He's got the Iron Lady in the Oaks. My ultimate Ronnie in the Derby. He's got Majestic Cruiser in the big one. And he's got Smirks like a boss in the last race. So I think Cam Hart uh, could be in for a, for a nice night in the bike. Awesome. Looking forward to it, Darren. Really appreciate the time this morning. We'll see you trackside tomorrow night. Yeah, really looking forward to Saturday night. Should be a great night's racing, but equally like you, Chris, looking forward to, to Sunday rolling around.